When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. of the Lori and Julia show here on my talk 1071 streaming at my talk 1071.com also on the my talk app Lori and Julia are both in the studio this week and it's Monday here we go here, here we, we go, go. And we did we did get um, like a, a a light of uh, news the Supreme Court uh, today made an amazing ruling that just is very important with everything that's going on in our world that the civil rights law protects gay and transgender workers yes so this was just really a big one um as far as especially with what happened last friday with the the administration so this was just a great that the supreme court you know and it's the biggest moment for the lgbt community and rights since same-sex marriage was declared in 2015, so this is a big deal. So. Well, and you're also worried because you have, you know, um, uh, you don't know which way the court is going to go. Right. It was six-three in support of um, protecting so that workplace we, discrimination. That's, that's right. So we had conservative uh, judges, Roberts, and uh, forget who the other one, but I'm, I know Gorsuch. I mean, um, Kavanaugh voted against it, and. Uh, Clarence Thomas, and I forget who the other judge oh, okay. was. But anyway, you just don't know because right. we this don't. This is great. We don't have some of these, you know, Ruth Gator, Bader Ginsburg is not wrapped in bubble wrap, Julia. <laughs> okay. Is your microphone falling apart? It's I'm watching falling you. falling apart. I'm watching you do that. And our atomic clock isn't working in here, Holly. I have, you know, the wall, our big wall clock, yeah. which has been my little, you know, my little beacon of light in here. I've never looked at the computer clocks. It, I always do because, of course, <laughs> you. I look at a blank wall and you. <laughs> and I got the and man my wall. computer. I don't have any of the options. This is all I've had to look at. But yeah. you have the man wall. You've got the clock. If you just, I'm watching you try to figure that you out. You might want to fix the bungees on the I microphone if we're going to be doing on-air like, producing here. All right. <laughs> Julia, fix my muffin, would you? Uh, all right, I'm going to turn that off so we don't get. No, oh, yeah, you guys can laugh. Yeah, can you, you know, do we're doing a little on-air producing here. Jeez, Louise. Julia is is life hacking this right now, giving you a play-by-play. Thank you, Jules. Listen, she's already beautiful. Beautiful. She's already been on her knees once today, turning ah, on the okay. computer. Turning on the computer. I'm like, Lori, Julia, the where's the again? button? I, honestly, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I told Casey we were walking what this morning. To turn, to, to turn it on. Turn the whole thing on. She okay. doesn't know how. I'm very frightened sometimes. Yeah. Casey was walking too close to the edge of the street. I said, get up here on the sidewalk. I don't know where the paperwork is. Oh, 
Okay. I don't want to protect you. All right. Well, hey, gang. Yeah, I know. It. What, so, you, you know, today is a big day at MyTalk because we've launched the MyTalk Rebuilding Fund in partnership with the um, Neighborhood Development Center and efforts to help minority-owned businesses in both Minneapolis and St. Paul rebuild. We have already collected oh um, 9,000. I the word is raised. Raised. Mm-hmm. Raised. Thank you. Um, $9,638. Our goal is $40,000 at the end of two weeks. So this is a great start. We're going to be talking with our matching sponsor next hour. We've got a couple treats sprinkled in. T. Michael Rambo, a little fun news from a local celebrity at Mm -hmm. Mm 3.15. So we've got a great show planned today. Yeah. So we have to ask, because it's time to ask again. What? Weekend claim to fame. Uh, You know what? I had a pedicure. That is going to be yeah. my weekend claim to fame. Woo! Because it's yep. been a long time. Oh, you know. How long did it take them? I bet they are working extra hard. Well, it wasn't that busy in there, but I'll, I'll tell you what the Red Nail Salon did on Cleveland mm-hmm. is that they took your temperature. Yes. They gave you a glove to pick out your nail polish. Okay. Then they had partitions built between the chairs. Oh, really? And then they had a long plastic thing coming down from the ceiling between you and your the lady. Who's doing your, your toes. Oh, and okay. then we each had masks on. Wow. So it was, I just have I to say. I feel like you're covered. I just have to say that because it just, I can't tell you how good it felt to just oh. get a pet. And I, I did a nice big tip I because I, I like have missed um the ladies that work at at that mm-hmm. salon. I think there is one one guy now that does pedicures and manicures, mm-hmm. but it's pretty much you know it's all women. But I just miss them just going in there. I love getting my toes done. Oh, you know, honestly, how that like, was do, you, it. do you have a claim to fame? So I didn't take care of my barnacles. Oh yeah, or I the eye. I, th- I was going to, but right? my weekend claim to fame is I met a friend. Oh. oh. I met a friend, friend out in a public space. Mm-hmm. Oh, we went outside and dined out, had lunch yesterday. Where'd you nice. go? Uh, we went to a place. Gosh, I don't remember. Down in the West Metro. Okay. So kind of outside of the city. I hadn't seen this person since February. Oh my gosh. In oh, wow. person. Oh, nice. Right. So it's just like nice. I'm like wow. And then it puts it into relief. I'm like, oh, I miss my friends. Mm-hmm. I'm just you, like, I just miss my friends. Yeah, you because we become so insulated. Yeah. yeah, you forget how much. Right, because, you know, you're just like every day you do your things. And we're fortunate enough to be able to le- have a purpose to leave the house. Thank goodness. On weekdays. Yeah. Thank goodness. Thank goodness. But so mm-hmm. many other people don't. But anyway, so we had a good time. It was a good chat. It was lovely to see. And then we gave a social distance goodbye to each other. Yeah, I know. <laughs> How about you, Julia? What was I, yours? I played a lot of windy, windy, windy tennis. Windy tennis, where you can blame your shots on the wind, on the ball, on the wind and the sun happening at the same time. It was super windy. It was today, so or windy yesterday and Saturday morning. It was super fun, though. I yeah. absolutely and it's outdoors. You just feel safe and with a bunch well, of great women. Tennis is rated a one in terms of risk. For, yeah, it's yeah. seriously. Remember when I was so furious that they were taking down the tennis nets yeah. and wouldn't put them up? Right, right, because it's just so. You know, it's you don't risk. Yeah. And, yeah, and yeah, even yeah. between like when we switch over with the uh, my tennis group that I played with on Saturday, everyone's doing the hand sanitizers yeah. and doing everything. Yeah. You're not really touching anything. So it's really 
It was really nice. And yeah. it was it was beautiful yet windy. I loved Listen, it. yeah, this weather this weekend is what a lot of people from Minnesota got. That is the perfect summer weekend. I'm like, that could have been a little bit warmer. Oh, Lori, freezing. I felt yeah. like it was cold. Oh, yeah, freezing, freezing, freezing. But um, anyway, uh, did you watch anything? Did you watch any of our recommended weekend picks? I did. All right. Holly did, I bet. Just tell us. The Five Bloods. Me too. I started, I'm halfway through. Oh, that I really a, liked it. I really liked it. First of all, if, it was on Netflix. It was on Netflix. It's Spike Lee's movie. Um, but it, he, the thing that struck me about it is that he is such um, the way he tells his stories is always interesting. But I loved how it was like a movie with references to other Vietnam movies and a TV show with Eric LaSalle that I don't know if people ever watched way back when about a Vietnam vet and the music and then weaving in like real, like the Medal of Honor winner, the first guy who got real news. news It was really cool how it was done. Yeah. At first I was not sure about how they were going to tell the story with keeping the memory of their guy, Norman um, being, the age he was in Vietnam, and then these guys are all it's forty years later or whatever it is. But it it yeah, I I really liked it. I'd give it a four out of four four and a half out of five stars for sure. Yeah, I'd give it a nice four out of five stars too. You would. Yeah, and Delroy Lindo, his oh. performance is incredible. I mean, this is an emotional movie. It and, is an emotional movie. It yeah. is, and the emotions are right up front and center, and it tells the story of mm, perhaps the consequences. Of not dealing with pain. Oh, oh for I sure. like yeah. yeah he, mm-hmm. And wow. also, like, I don't really remember too many. I mean, I, I will say that Casey and I really do like watching war movies if, of any kind, and especially if they have a compelling story or whatever. But you know, uh, not having, I'd never realized until I saw *The Five Bloods* that. Black people were 11% of the population, but were 32% of the soldiers in the Vietnam War. And, you know, stuff like that, like, really, like, what? Yeah. And then also the, like, that first PTSD situation, I'm like, afterwards, Casey and I are like, what what was that from? And I feel, we're like, we think it was, that was an Apocalypse Now reference. The well, the boat going down the river was Apocalypse Now yes, with, with yes. the Wagner and the music. Yes. That was yes. And so there's like you're like this looks vaguely familiar. So it was like it's cool how Spike Lee and he's worked with the same guy Terrence Blanchard forever on the music, and the music is a big part of it. And I don't know, I I thought it was really a, a you know pretty good movie mm-hmm. and Spike Lee and Del Lindo, they can just go ahead and mark April 25th next year on their calendar. For for the Oscars. they have yeah. a standing date. <laughs> yeah, they got a standing date. But yeah, I I I recommended I recommended even though, like I said, I think that first storytelling was a little weird. Well, Spike Lee has his own filmic language, yes, and you just have it. to embrace it, yeah. and just be with it. But were you at first thinking we were going to get young actors when we were having flashbacks? Like I was kind of looking forward to seeing what these. Oh no, guys I kinda, looked like I younger. liked it that they had the same people playing the younger people. Yeah, I know. I but, thought that was cool. But I was kind of yeah. like, oh, no, I want to see their hot 20-second-year-old <laughs> selves. I'm sorry. Shallow. All right, listen. Shallow. Shallow. And we come back. Uh, we're going to talk with uh, a very special person who got...
A very like, special something. A kind of an unbelievable something happened to her this weekend. We'll be right back. For hanging out with us on this Eek. Monday. And oh uh, if anyone could hear what Lori says to me during commercial right. breaks, I'm I know. speechless. I know. I always look I'm and make sure the button speechless. wasn't on. I'm always teaching her bad new um, Terrible. party words. Terrible things. Shaletta, are you on the phone with us? I am, my sisters. I miss y'all so much. What are y'all over there doing, being naughty? Yes, well, we're away. being naughty. We're always being naughty. I'm explaining things Don't to Julia. Don't even say it out loud. No, you I can't won't say it out loud, but uh, Shaletta, you know, we... We, uh, I always kind of feel like I, I kind of know what uh, you're doing, and so does Julia, yeah. because you're active on Twitter and Facebook, and we are friends, even though we haven't been in the same building together for a long time. But I was like so excited about what happened to you, and I don't know where you want to start with the story. Maybe with being the on big Ellen's hit. Game of Games. Maybe that's where you start. Yeah, you know, these these kids, you know, everybody knows I got three kids with autism, four total, and they can't fly. They can't stand in the lines. They can't get on the planes. And, you know, my husband and I, we're hardworking folks. We go to work every day, you know, Mm -hmm. but we can't afford that $100,000 RV. It's just not in our tax bracket. We're not there yet. Right. And so uh, I had a chance to go on Ellen's Game of Games to try to win $100,000, and the plan was to give all the money to our Camping World RV shops and just drive away with a new RV and go on vacation. Right. Well, I got to California, got on this bucking <laughs> blaster, and guess what? Little old lady must have been the same age as my grandmother beat the hell out of me. Really? She got on that cannon, and girl, she hit me in the head with rubber balls three times, and I was out. That was it. Serious? <laughs> wow. So I just thought I would never be able to get the RV for the kids, not for the next five, six, seven, ten years. You right. know, with all the, you know, the the expenses of They're having expensive. three special needs kids. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um. And so, um. You know, I just been working hard. We were trying to save, and I was on. Okay, so y'all, I don't know if everybody else does this. This is what I do when I need to get away from my kids. I pretend like I have to go number two, and I go in the restroom and I close the door. And if you go in yes. there and close the door for a long time, they won't follow you because they'll think it stinks. Yeah. So, so it was Saturday afternoon, and I was like, I'm tired. I'm going to the restroom. Mama got to go number two. I'll be back. I wasn't number two. And I was just in there scrolling down Twitter to see what the world had going on. And there was this guy on there, and he was saying, I'm giving away an RV to a deserving family. Right? That was it. Yeah. Right. And so I sent a note back, and I was like, well, I'm a deserving family. And he said, well, what makes you so fabulous that you should get one of our fabulous RVs? And I was like, dude, I'm fabulous. My husband is fabulous. My kids are fabulous. What are you talking about? Give it to me. Right? And so I didn't say or do anything else. I had to come out take care of the kids. Yeah. And I didn't have to say anything because all of the people who follow me on Twitter flooded this guy's timeline. They With like, stories oh, you about Shaletta? you. She's like just- All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. 
I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Hail the town hall and try to bring police and the black community together. Oh, mm-hmm. you, Shalette is giving away autism books to school so teachers can spread awareness about autism and diversity. And, right. Oh, you should see the babies and... You know, they just start talking to this guy about, you know, the work that I do in the community. And then Holly Robinson Pete. Y'all know Holly yes, Robinson. Yes, we do. Just like the best autism mom ever. She's like the gold star, blue ribbon. I mean, she really taught other moms who have kids with autism how to fight and advocate for their kids. Mm-hmm. Um, and she reached out to this guy and was like, Shaletta sent every celebrity mom with autism a free copy of her daughter's book for no other reason than to have it. Wow. Um, didn't want anything from us. I don't know if you know her, but she's the real deal. So the guy sends me a direct message at like 2 in the morning, and he was like, hey, tell your family to be in front of Twitter on Sunday morning at noon. And I was like, dude, who are you? Are you selling Amway or something? Are you right, selling Mary right. Kay? <laughs> Why are you trying to tell me what to do? That That's my Sunday afternoon nap time. And he was like, you really don't know who I am? And I said, no, I don't know who you are. Right. And he was like, okay, great. That's great. Don't look me up. I don't want you knowing who I am. Just be in front of Twitter on Sunday at noon. So I got the babies together, and we sat in front of the computer or whatever, girl. I'm like, I told my husband, I said, I don't know what to expect. He could be giving us a $50 gas card. I don't know. Right. You know, because I don't know who to do this. I don't know what his hustle is. I'm thinking he's trying to get something out of us, right? Timeshares or something. I don't know. Girl, so the guy gets on Twitter, and he's doing a live Twitter feed, and he says, um, I met this mom via Twitter, and everybody loves her, and she's so awesome. And anyway, she thinks she's funny, but Shalita, girl, he didn't even know how to say my oh name. Oh, my God. He was like, Shalita, I just want to let you know, I'm Mark Lamontis, host of The Prophet on CNBC. And? And? And, and I'm giving you a free RV endorsement deal to Camping World. You're going to be the face of our franchise, and I'm going to give you a reality show where you travel the country with your kids. Oh, my gosh. It couldn't have happened to anyone better. That's amazing. (laughs) Congratulations. I love it. Thank you, ladies. I love y'all. You deserve it. Thank you for always supporting me. You ladies are the best. You're the best. Thanks, Shaletta. We'll be right back. Oh, that's an amazing story. Yes. Thanks so for hanging out with us. So we were just talking with Shaletta uh, Brundage, and um, he's posted on her Twitter and her Facebook of uh, the family yesterday learning the news that they were getting a, an RV to use in the reality show, and they were going to be the face of Camping World. And Shaletta had posted uh, um, that Steve Harvey told her to write a vision board. Yeah. And one of her things on her vision board was an RV endorsement. I absolutely love it. And when and, she was talking. And a free RV. And I, she, yeah. I love it. And so the man, gentleman that owns Camping, Camping World, World is Marcus Lem- Lemanis. 
Uh-huh. Yeah. I'll and go along with he that. has a CNBC show, The Prophet. Mm-hmm. And so part of um, her being the face of Camping World is that she's going to be filming, going on vacation and telling her story. And they're going to document the adventure adventures and um couldn't happen to a better person and i guess i never thought about um she said with autistic kids you can't go on an airplane i just what would be be very difficult difficult to travel and so i'm you couldn't be happier and those rvs are expensive and people are thinking this is uh that this would be like if you're ever gonna do like a road trip Maybe this would be the year that a lot oh, of people 100%. camp and do all of that. Yeah. And um, that's something that the this Europeans... This has been my dream forever, to get a camper. Europeans have always done that. They'll fly um, uh, to California, it's San Francisco, and then they rent these RVs. Casey and I saw them everywhere on the Pacific Coast Highway when we did our trip from... We did L.A. up to... Um, um, Monterey, but we saw so many of these. I can't think of the name of the company, but I know Vacation World or something like that because my sister did it just a couple years ago and rented one. Yeah, and they they would just drive like from Monterey and then they'd drop it off in Anaheim and then they'd go to Disney, Disney World. World and they'd like do the hall. I mean, but it was like a way to do an American road trip. Yeah, and uh, anyway, it is it is. Uh, a wonderful thing. You know, my dad has a big fifth wheeler. I know you said that. We grew up doing this. Yeah. So we would be in the Winnebago work. and we'd always go to my auntie's house in California and mm-hmm. go do all the national parks on the way and everything. I, it's such a great way to see. I mean, my I'm gosh. so excited for her. It, yeah. These kids just went crazy. I mean, it's really a big darn deal. I'm sure the papers are going to do stories about it's, her. It's already a in huge the endorsement. Yeah, it's huge. So good that. for her. I so know it. I couldn't have happened a better person. And in the meantime, we can't thank um, people enough because we have, um, starting today, the My Talk Rebuilding Fund kicked off in partnership with the um, Neighborhood Development Center in an effort to help minority-owned businesses in both Minneapolis and St. Paul that have been affected after um, George Floyd's murder and, you know, have been burned and some of the different things that mm-hmm. happened to their businesses. So um, we have, for 10 days in a row here on Jason's show in the morning, he's going to talk to the um, business owners and mm. then playing that information at the, throughout the day. And then on our show, or Colleen and Bradley's, we're going to talk to the generous advertisers that are matching the funds. So, got to be David. David is always number one. For first equity. First he's equity. coming up. But it really is wonderful. And if you want to donate and check it out, you just go to mytalk1071.com. It's right on the front page. You click on the Neighborhood Rebuilding Fund, and there's a spot to donate. It's easy. You can donate in increments from $20 to whatever. You can be anonymous, or you can have your name. Um, We've had 113 donors so far today and have raised $9,663, our total goal of $40,000. We know how generous everyone has been, and um, it just is heartwarming that we're off to such a booming start. But it's something so important, and I think people have been wondering, how can we give back, and what can we do? So this is just a great opportunity for people to donate. So we're going to talk more about that at 4 o'clock. All right. All righty. That was fun, exciting Exciting news. Yeah, wasn't it? Yes. I'm very I know. excited. Um, uh, okay, so, it, you know, we had talked about that the Academy Awards um, were postponed, or, or they, they moved it till April. Right. G- gave us a date and everything. The Academy also um, 
donated a million dollars to the Actors Fund for COVID-19 relief. Um, it feels like they could do more, but I don't know. Maybe all their money's going into the museum and they've yeah. got a tight budget, so they give a yeah. million dollars. And the Emmys is going to be a virtual. We know. Did we, we had know known that, that for mm. quite a while, I feel like. But they had... What's the date? The Television Academy said uh, that it will definitely be virtual. They are not right. going to stuff um, people into the any kind of theater, so... With that, can I just say something? And it's going to be held over like three nights, so people might be able to watch some of the Emmy things that you don't usually get to see, maybe some of the technical awards or awards that we've never seen before. But Okay. Yeah, I know. That seems like a lot, doesn't that, it? Yeah, okay. <laughs> it's like, well, it's going to be a whole different show. Yeah. How do you do the red carpet? No. Um, I don't think uh, you do it. No. There's no mm-mm. no there there, there won't be. Mm-mm. Uh now I want I want to get uh your yes. guys's feedback on uh this Anna Wintour and everything going on with Condé Nast. Okay. I I just I want to know how does she survive fashion's reckoning with racism when she as Jezebel put it, has had it in her iron and Chanel jewelry encrusted grip for 30 years. Does she survive this reckoning? Holly? I don't think so. Neither do I. I think it's going to be only a matter of time. I'm sure there's a lot of negotiations behind the scene because Anna Wintour is very powerful, not only at Vogue, but Condé Nast, the parent mm-hmm. company. So I'm sure there are very tense conversations going on behind the scenes. But at a certain point, do people want to read Anna Wintour's Vogue anymore? We haven't for a we long haven't time. for years. Yeah. Lori and I quit years ago. We mm-hmm. just like the Met Gala, and she puts it on. We yeah. like the fashion. We like that event, but we haven't read Vogue in years. Not unless somebody leaves it in a hotel lobby. Yeah, it's in a. And thing. I look at the pictures, but Harper's Bazaar is the one that we have kind of honed in on because there's stories. Mm-hmm. Well, and I, I don't know. I've always liked more. that magazine, and they tell you what to wear if you're in your 20s, your 30s, your 40s, 40s your 50s, 60s, 60s, and 70s. I, I mean, so they give you at least some good fashion advice that's that's applicable to people of all ages. Well, here's a little story that really is just like. Uh, I mean, because Anna Wintour is basically the Karen of Condé Nast is what we're finding out. Um, uh, Because now um, the publicist for the model Beverly Johnson. Yes. You might not know who she was. She was probably her heyday was the 70s and 80s, like Mm -hmm. right along Cheryl Teagues, like in that. So Anna Wintour's for Anna Wintour is being, um, you know, we're being shared a story by Beverly's former publicist, James Hester. And he said, you know, because Beverly was the first black woman to grace the cover of Vogue. And in 1992, Vogue magazine was celebrating their 100th anniversary. In 1992? In 1992. Okay. So he said, you know, she made history and they refused to invite her. And it was this huge occasion, and it was obviously a huge moment in Beverly's life, and they kept saying to me, we'll get back to you. So he said, uh, this is an interview that he gave, he said, I had to get creative. I was working with CNC Music Factory, and let me tell you, they were huge at the time. That was my first tape ever. Yes. (laughs) I love that reference. Going to make you sweat. And I mean, that was such, I had that, uh, I, I had the... 
I, I don't know if I had, I don't know if I had the cassette or the CD or what I had, but we uh, that was such a good. Um, they were huge, and and he was also producing or CNC Music Factory was doing some work with Mariah. So I made a deal that CNC Music Factory would DJ for free at the party. Okay. And with the deeper love singer, Deborah Cooper would perform in exchange for Beverly getting invited. Oh my gosh, they had to like give a musical entertainment so she could be invited to the event. He said, Anna Wintour gets the message. I deliver him. I go back and I make another deal. I said, Beverly would really like to be invited. And here's all the things I'm going to do. And finally, they agreed. Then when he attempted to introduce Beverly Johnson to Anna at the event, I go up to her and I say, I organized the music and do you know Beverly Johnson? And she just said, yep. And she walked away. And um, and he had also asked, you know, Beverly Johnson, you should take a picture of her at the party because they always do the coverage, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. Um, you should take a picture because this would be good for your magazine to be sure. acknowledging. Yes. On this anniversary. He said, so, yes. Beverly was in the photo of like the, some of the parties, mm-hmm. but it was a double page spread with a collage of photos. Beverly's picture was in there with her head cut off. <laughs> Anna has been awful to the black community. When Beverly Johnson was reached by phone, she said, Jimmy really does have a great memory. Wow. So anyway, and then, you know, they started like a, a Google Doc, all these former Vogue people and their Condé Nast, Condé Nast employees about what everybody's getting paid. Anonymous, and, your pay, your gender, your um, job title. Yeah. And it just inequalities all across the board. Yeah. So, it's, I don't know that she's going to survive it. Yeah, it just mm-hmm. seems like. And then Andre Leon Talley's book is dedicated to the loving memory of Lee Bouvier Redswell. Oh, I love that. Anyway, all right, listen, we will be right back. We are going to be talking with our friend T. Michael Rambo about kind of a cool event that's happening all week. Thanks for hanging out with us, everybody. We are delighted to have our friend T. Michael Rambo on with us today. He's a regional Emmy award-winning actor, actor, vocalist, arts director, community organizer, and just an all-around great person. Hello, T. Michael. Hey, Julia. How are you? I'm good. Lori showed up today, too, by yeah, the way. Yeah, I did show up. Hi, T. Michael. Oh, hey, gosh. Lori. Blessings. I'm so glad you're back. Oh, oh yeah. we are so glad to talk to you. So you are working on this really exciting project that premiered last night with New Dawn Theater, A Breath for George. Yeah. Tell us about this. It's a it's Twin Cities wide outdoor screening that's honoring the life of George Floyd. Tell us about how it was last night. Well, last night was really amazing. And um, it was amazing because, you know, we, we haven't we've had some press, but. It was remarkable to get, you know, given current circumstances, you know, 30 or 40 people during the course of the two viewings, um, public and community members who lived in the vicinity of Pillsbury House uh, stumbled by and were like, what? What's all this? Right. And then other people came with intentionality. They were uh, members of the Pillsbury House Theater, you know, collective, uh, Marcella Lorca from 10,000 Things. Uh, there were members of the Guthrie Theater who came to help us set up. Um, there were just there was this collective community theater um, kind of um, bond of connection and uh, community that was just so uh, remarkable and uplifting. 
what tell us what is what's the evening entail because i know that this is you know it's a free program and people can go to newdontheater.org because it's going to be at you know mixed but theater it's kind of moving around for the next week but what do we what do we see if we're to go and attend um a breath for george well Lori, check this out i mean think of this kind of a pseudo drive-in movie experience where on the side of these various theaters, we are projecting um, a 45 to 50 minute um, collection uh, of, from a cadre, a cohort of phenomenal performance, visual, um, vocal artists, theater artists, literary artists who are all responding to w- what they feel best resonates and reflects their impact or their uh, takeaway from this terrible lo- loss of life and what the impact has had on, on our communities mm-hmm. and on our collective voices and on our collective breath. So they'll see these, these different excerpts, like three minutes from each of maybe 20 artists will be shown and edited together and brought together in this format um, and it's just really remarkable when you think of the number of people who've come together. And uh, we're very fortunate. And so many people have come in with such enthusiasm and such moral and physical support. Mm-hmm. And, and, it's, and it's interesting, um, you know, T. Michael, that because we're in the time of COVID, community, theater community has been, you know, really had to be extremely creative to figure out a way to get your message across. So by coming together with all of these wonderful um, people and putting together this project um, to celebrate, you know, a breath for George talking about what this means to each of you and how we can have change and letting people come and see this and, and the impact that it has. I mean, we tried to call you, you know, right away and wanted to talk to you. And I just thought, that was just so um, bold of us at the time and not taking into account what you were going through and what you were processing. And um, as we've sat back and listened to um, many different people in this community, there's so much that we all need to be aware of and learn. And I bet this is just super powerful. And there's two screenings per night at 7.30 and 8.30, all around at different theaters throughout the Twin Cities area. And I just think but it's this, outside. And it's outside. Mm-hmm. It, yeah. it, it's something that's got to be so powerful. It is very powerful. And I think that, you know, because of what we're, we're involved in in the midst of this COVID experience for all of us, the, the idea of being outdoors, the idea that people can physically distance where they need to, where they can wear their masks, where they can absorb this, and still be in community and have a chance to literally breathe themselves and exhale has really been very important for us. One of the things that happens when you come to the event is that we also hand out pamphlets. And in each of these pamphlets, we um, offer community members six different ways or five different ways where they can be of support. It's called an action guide. So we have a, a column of support for families, victims, for victims, families, where you can go to the Floyd family, to the Taylor family, to the Aubrey family. Um, we have organizations working against police abuse. We have organizations in that area, uh, a heading of rebuilding and supporting for cleanup and support throughout the, the cities, protest tips and support. We have a community support. So all these different organizations and agencies 
that are working in these various areas um, are given out in this pamphlet. So when people say, and it's so often heard, what can I do? Where can I go? And we're trying to respond to that with giving people some tangible resources to go to. Did you did you talk to anybody after you know the screenings last night that went and saw it for the first time? Yeah, yeah. I, I, people were really um, blown away. Is the best thing I can say. I mean, because um, Sarah and now her name is. Oh, I'm so sorry, Sarah. Your last name is Bellamy. Me me. Is it Sarah? No, Bell- not Bellamy. Sarah. Oh. Sarah are. Our uh, videographer who, oh, okay. who put, knitted, knitted it all together. Um, she she did such an amazing job, and and um, people love the segues and the transitions. And Austin Van, who's the artistic director of New Dawn Theater Company, who was who was the the, the brain steward of all of this. Um, she and Sarah edited each piece piece by piece, and and it's really. Um, Remarkable because you know New Dawn Theater has as its mission um, to draw brilliance out of the shadows of illuminating and supporting cutting edge works of overlooked, under underrepresented communities uh, through the theater lens of innovation and excellence in theater production. And so we're really looking at how do we give voice to those who have been voiceless, and this project does just that. Did you sing T. Michael? What was? Did you sing a song? I, I did. That's the, you know. Yeah, I, I had to go in with my singing thing. What was your song? What's your song? It's it's called "Say Their Names." Okay. And I can. I don't know if it's gonna go well through the phone, but I can sing a portion of it. Yes, Please. do it. Okay. Say their names. Say say their names. Hmm. Let their living not be in vain. Say their names, oh Lord. Say their names. You are T. Michael. You are amazing. You're amazing. New we love you. Theater.org for more information. We're going to tweet this out as yes. well. You have a week to go and really experience this. There's two showings per night at 7:30. This holiday, whether you're making a Baker's Simple Truth Turkey for 40 or a Murray's Baked Brie for two, Baker's has fast, fresh delivery and free pickup, so you can make holiday meals that bring you all together to create memories that last. Bakers, fresh for everyone. Free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Restrictions may apply. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Bakers, fresh for everyone. The Venture X Card from Capital One gives you more of what you love, like premium travel benefits and access to Taylor Swift tickets. Oh, I do love her. Earn five times miles on flights and 10 times miles on hotels through Capital One Travel. Enjoy your stay in Suite 13. Whoa, 13? That's Taylor's lucky number. Plus, get access to Taylor Swift The Eras Tour, presented by Capital One. Maybe I'll see you there. The Venture X Card from Capital One. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details.